Hear the gospel of our Lord and Savior Jesus Christ as recorded in the account of St. Matthew, the second chapter, verses 1 through 12. In the time of King Herod, after Jesus was born in Bethlehem of Judea, Magi from the east came to Jerusalem asking, Where is the child who has been born King of the Jews? For we observed his star in the east and have come to pay him homage. When King Herod heard this, he was frightened, and all Jerusalem with him. And calling together all the chief priests and scribes of the people, he inquired of them where the Messiah was to be born. They told him, In Bethlehem of Judea, for so it has been written by the prophet, And you, Bethlehem, in the land of Judah, are by no means least among the rulers of Judah, for from you shall come a ruler who is to shepherd my people Israel. Then Herod secretly called for the Magi and learned from them the exact time when the star had appeared. Then he sent them to Bethlehem, saying, Go and search diligently for the child, and when you have found him, bring me word, so that I may also go and pay him homage. When they had heard the king, they set out, and there ahead of them went the star that they had seen in the east until it stopped over the place where the child was. When they saw that the star had stopped, they were overwhelmed with joy. On entering the house, they saw the child with Mary his mother, and they knelt down and paid him homage. Then opening their treasure chests, They offered him gifts of gold, frankincense, and myrrh. And having been warned in a dream not to return to Herod, they left for their own country by another word, by another road. This is the word of God for the people of God. Thanks be to God. Christmas isn't over yet. I I don't know if you know that or not, but Christmas isn't over yet. Christmas Eve begins the celebration of Christmas, the 12 days of Christmas that goes all the way through Epiphany which is January the 6th. We typically celebrate the Epiphany Sunday, the Sunday before January 6th. January 6th is also Melissa's birthday. And so she reminds me every year that just like Jesus received the best gifts from the Magi, I have received the best gift I can ever receive. And I don't argue with that. But I've got to tell you, As much as I love the carol, We Three Kings, that first verse really makes a lot of mistakes. It really does. Some of you are nodding your head, so you already know what I'm talking about. First of all, we don't know that there were three kings. Scripture doesn't say how many magi came and visited. We just assume there were three because there were three gifts uh, given. But let's be honest. How many of you have ever gone in with someone else on a gift before? (laughs) Showing up to a party, I didn't think we were bringing gifts. I thought that was the discussion. Hey, put my name on the card with you. There could have been four. There could have been six. There could have been two. We don't know. We know there was more than one, but we have no idea how many they are. Nowhere in the scripture does it say that they were from the Orient. It just says Magi from the east. That means east of Judea, okay? For us, if we were going to put this in modern times, technically I'm from the east from, in comparison to Bluff Park because I traveled to you from Piedmont, Alabama. Uh, I'm originally from Fruithurst, Alabama. Uh, that's still east of you. So we don't know exactly where they came from. But the, and quite frankly, it doesn't say that they were kings. It says they were magi, astronomers, learned people. 
But now the rest of the carol, man, it nails some pretty good stuff. Verses 2 through 5 really start to unpack this. Because I think if it was really important that we knew how many they were, what their names were, what, where they were from, I think Matthew would have recorded that. But that's not what we're supposed to pay attention to. The reality is, here's the thing. Here is the Christ that has been born. And the Christ has been born for the entire world. And on Christmas Eve, we celebrated the fact that angels announced his birth and broke into heavenly chorus singing glory to God in the highest. And the very first people outside of Mary and Joseph and the animals in the stable that were invited to come and see him were those ragamuffin shepherds that were out in the fields stinking, keeping watch over their flock at night, not able to get into the temple, but were able to come and behold the very real face of God. And now then on Epiphany Sunday, what we're celebrating is that folks who aren't from around here, folks who don't have the right lineage, they don't have all the family connections, folks who shouldn't really even care about what's going on in Judea. These magi from the east, they come and they pay him homage. Homage isn't a word that we typically use too much anymore in our daily language. I guarantee you in this past week, you have not used the word homage in any conversation you've had. What it means is worship. These folks who were not Jewish, who were not from Judea, who's not from around here, they've come to worship the Christ because somehow this star that rose in the east told them that this is more than just a birthday, this is more than just a child that's been born, that somehow this birth, this king that has been born is for them too because we know that Christ is given for the world and we talk about that and we celebrate that and we sing about that and we preach on that and we study on that and we do lessons on that and devotions on that but do we really get it our Christ has been given for the entire world for everyone for all who would receive, the invitation is open, which is one of the reasons why we in our United Methodist tradition, when we celebrate the sacrament of Holy Communion, we say that this table is open to everybody because it's issued at the invitation of Jesus Christ who came from the world. And if, if you've got it all together, then that's great and that's wonderful because you're invited. And if you don't have it all together, and if you're not sure about this faith thing, and you're not exactly sure what all is going on in your life, you're invited to. We don't have to have it all together. You see, on this very first Sunday of this very new year, right? First Sunday, first day of a brand new year, some of you have made resolutions. Three quarters of you that have made resolutions are liars because they're not going to make it past the end of the week. 
And then we're going to have the folks that made the resolutions, that broke the resolutions, that now feel guilty about making the resolutions. And you're going to call me and I'm going to tell you, it's okay. It's okay. I would like to invite you and myself, if you will let me, in this brand new year to not start today with a list of things that you need to do better, reminding you of how bad you are. I would rather invite you and invite me on this Epiphany Sunday when we celebrate the gifts of the Magi, on this first Sunday of a brand new year, on this very first day of a brand new year that is only about 10 and a half hours old, to instead just ask the question, God, what gift would you like for me to bring to you? Because I can go, forgive me for daring to speak in the name of God, but I'm pretty sure I'm right on this one. I'm pretty sure the only gift God cares about is you. Just as you are, with all of your issues and all of your successes, all of your sin and all of your glory, with all of your medical diagnosis, with all of your excuses, with all of your fears and all of your doubts and all of your worry and all of the promise and all of the glory that God has created in you. He just wants you. And maybe our resolution for this year could simply be, God, I want to live and be who you have called me and created me to be. And God, there's going to be some days when I live into that and, and, and I might make a step towards it. And there's going to be some days where I really stink that up, <laughs> where I really step in it. But God, each day this year, See, I know you're Emmanuel, and I know you've come to be with me. So let me just walk with you each and every day. Let me abandon all of the things that I think I should be or could be or need to be and simply be who you are calling and creating me to be. You see, because I don't know how many magi there were, and I don't know exactly where they came from. And if you Google their names, you will find, honestly, five, six, seven different versions of what their names were based on different traditions that have come around. But the point is, these folks traveled from somewhere, not from around here, and gave the Christ these gifts of gold, recognizing that he is king, frankincense like the incense burned on the altar of incense and prayers to God and myrrh, a very powerful perfume that was used oftentimes in the embalming of, of dead bodies. These folks realized that he was king and God and sacrifice. And they just simply came to worship, to be with him. And I just, I don't think it's not just the physical road that they took that they couldn't go back the same way they came. I think coming face to face with Christ, they couldn't go back the same way they came. And that's my prayer for us as well.
at this beginning of this brand new year. We just can't quite go back the same way we came this morning. That we just can't quite go back to all of the stuff that we've got. But rather, that we just come face to face with the King of Kings and the Lord of Lords. And we allow the grace of God, the Holy Spirit of God, to work in us and through us and for us, maybe even in spite of us on some days, to simply be who God is calling us and creating us to be. Because guys, I promise you, that's enough. Don't hold yourself to a standard that our God is not holding us to. Our God wants to do something in you. He wants to do something in you today. And every day, that's a blank check for the next 364 and a half days. Let God be God and let us be the children of God. Hello, my name is Kevin Payne and I'm the senior pastor here at Bluff Park United Methodist Church. Thank you for joining with us in our podcast of our worship celebration, the sermon this past week. I pray that you found it a blessing and that it enriched your life. If you are ever in our area and would like to join with us in person, we are located at 733 Valley Street here in Hoover, Alabama. Our service time is 10 a.m. and we would love to meet you. I pray you have a blessed week and hope to see you soon. Bye now.